I'm reviewing here! Boppity-boo! Hello, everybody! Welcome to another episode of I'm Reviewing Here, a podcast where I, Matthew Bussey, a really weird, annoying lunatic, am going to attempt to go through all of Sight and Sound's greatest movies of all time. Yes, there's a lot. There's a lot of movies. And you know what? I actually have something to say. I think that they could add more movies. There's 264 on their list. Why not 464? Why not 1,000? Because you know why? I can get through all of them in one day. Yes, it's possible. No, it's not. Anywho, that made no sense. But do I ever make sense? I am just so happy to be doing this. I'm in a really good mood. And I think, you know, this is only episode two and I already have the hang of it. I already feel like a natural podcaster. I got my microphone. I have, okay, well, I have headphones, but I actually left the jack or cord, audio cord, whatever it's called, at my apartment, and I'm not in my apartment this week, so, oops, but, you know, no biggie. I don't think I've caught any ambient noise, no cars going by, or, you know, bangs, or or anything like that, so, you know, we should all be good. I mean, I don't really have, like, a schedule yet for when I'm recording these episodes. I mean, I don't, I have, I have no schedule at all. I'm recording this episode on President's Day. Yeah, huge holiday. We do a lot. I do a lot on President's Day. I think about the presidents all the time. My favorite one was good old Abe Lincoln, because he was a good man. And that haircut, though, my God. And his wife, Mary Todd, I'm sorry, not a nice woman. Allegedly, that's what all the history books say. But we're back. We're here. I am in a very good mood. Uh, you may notice, too, this podcast is not uh, visual. It's it's strictly audio only. I don't really get the point of visual podcasts. I just, I don't really understand it. Also, you do not want to see my face. I am not looking good. I'm not aging well at all. My head is too big for my body. I left my razor in my apartment and my beard and facial hair is so huge right now. It's a thick bush and it's a bush, like, you know, like the forest, a bush, not a bu- Oh, you guys are so dirty. Shut up. I did not mean it that way. Come on. Yes. So I look gross. I feel really gross. So it's good that uh, you're not seeing me because then you would unsubscribe probably. But yeah, episode two, we are here and we are going to review, that is, I am going to review and teach you all about Pandora's box. Take a listen. There were a lot of great lines in that trailer, right? (laughs) Now, now, this is a silent movie. Now, before you run away, look, silent movies, I get it. They're very different. And if you're not into movies at all, you might be like, why in God's name would I subject myself to watching a movie with no dialogue? Well, listen here. Silent movies are what birthed cinema. And so you should give them a little bit of respect, okay? 
Honestly, it's like respecting your grandparents. How did you get here? Your mom and dad. How did they get here? Their parents. Who are their parents? Your grandparents. Duh. See? It all connects. Silent films, though. Look, I, I am there with you. You see, I used to actually be afraid of silent movies as a kid. I know. I have a lot of weird fears. Pee Wee Herman and now silent films. Well, I'm over silent. My fear of silent films. But I remember as a kid, you know, my grandfather, he got us... VHS tapes of Char some of Charlie Chaplin's movies and we kept them in a cabinet and I remember one of the movies I think it must have been Modern Times or The Gold Rush but one of them you know on the side of the VHS was that little image of Charlie Chaplin looking all perky with that little mustache and that little expression he does and I would get so scared I would have to run by and slam that cabinet door shut I didn't like it I just, I didn't like silent movies. I used to get creeped out by them. If they were ever on TV, I'd be like, oh, you, oh, oh, turn it away. Um, but then, you know, I went to college and I went, I attended film classes, obviously, and I had to start watching these and they're amazing. They really are. Well, a lot of them are. Uh, you know, the first one I ever had to watch was The Birth of a Nation, which is the most racist movie of all time and is not on this list, thank God, because I do not want to watch that. They made a movie called The Birth of a Nation uh, a few years ago. That's a different movie, but that's also controversial because the director was allegedly accused of raping someone at Penn State and then she killed herself. Yeah, Birth of a Nation, that, that title itself is just cursed. No one ever call your movie The Birth of a Nation, but the original Birth of a Nation is truly the most racist movie of all time. Uh, the KKK, is uh, they're the heroes of the movie. Say no more. But we're not going to talk about that. We're going to talk about Pandora's Box, also known as Die Buchse der Pandora. Yeah, uh... This is a German-made movie. Austrian-made or German-made? I think it's Austrian-made. Um, this came out in 1929, and I just want to apologize uh, if there happened to be any... No, it's a German-made movie. I'm sorry. If there happened to be any German listeners, I'm really sorry if I butchered these names. I took one year of German in high school. It was the worst class I've ever taken in my life. I really like German, but here's the story behind that. Uh, the German at my high school, it was a class for dropouts and drug addicts. And when I was, you know, leaving eighth grade and about to go into ninth grade, I got to pick an elective. And French was obviously first because I love French. And I said, why don't I do German too? And I'll never forget my sister and her friends laughing and literally going, yeah, <laughs> okay, you do it. And I was like, why, why is that funny? And they were like, nothing, nothing, just get ready. I was like, get ready for what? They were like, no, just do it. Yeah, they did not warn me about the class and how ridiculous it was. Uh, every student there was a little scary. Let's just say that. One student, I caught him in the bathroom spitting out chewing tobacco in the sink from like f five feet away. I don't know why he did that. I also caught him in class taking a razor out of his German book. What was the razor for? I have no idea. But like, oh, the God. Ugh. Yeah, and just a lot was, was awful about it. And I don't even, I barely remember any German words. I mean, my teacher too. You want to know what one of our assignments was? Pick a German word. That was the assignment. Pick a German word. I, I'm not kidding. That was the assignment. Pick a German word. Go up in front of the class, say the name of your word, and then sit down. And that's it. Yeah, ridiculous, huh? But the German language is great. I do remember a few words. I remember Krankenschwester is the nurse, like to go to the nurse in school. 
French students is Französisch Stunden. Yeah, it's a good language. I feel like it gets a bad rep. Bad rap? Bad rap? I can never know which one it is. But anyway, we don't even have to worry about that because Pandora's Box is a silent movie and it's all just actors and really good, you know, orchestral music and a lot of facial expressions. And there's a really wild story in this movie. I I was pleasantly surprised by Pandora's Box. And you know, it stuck with me all night. I watched it yesterday and I'm still thinking about it. I had never heard of it. I'd heard of the director. His name is Georg Wilhelm Popst and he, uh, or GW Popst, he did a lot of movies uh, during the Weimar Republic in Germany. Uh, this one I'd never heard of though. And you know, I I'm, I said this about the last episode. This is a movie that I think was way ahead of its time. I'm probably going to use that phrase a lot in this podcast, so do forgive me, but I can see why critics all these years later are really, uh, you know, applauding this film. It's a good movie. It's just a really good uh, movie. It's got a good story. Uh, The story, I had no idea where it was going, and it's a film I think that's really good because there's no one way to describe it. I, I mean, I guess I would call it overall a melodrama but, you know, there's there's kind of like a thriller aspect in it uh, and a bit of like a sexy erotic aspect in it as well. And it sticks with you. It really, really does. And it's based on uh, two plays. They basically combine two plays by this playwright named Frank uh, Wettekind. I think that's how you say it. Do you pronounce the W's in German? I forget. But it was two of his plays, Pandora's Box and this other play called Erdgeist. And yeah, this movie came out. It actually was a little controversial when it came out, which I'll get into. But how do I describe Pandora's box? Well, you know what? Let me first start with an inspiring but scary quote. Once upon a time, the Greek gods created a woman, Pandora. She was beautiful, enticing, versed in the art of flattery. But the gods also gave her a box containing all the evils in the world. Dot, dot, dot. Yes. Now, the character, the main central character in this movie, her name is not Pandora, but her name is Lulu. Lulu is not a hooker. She's not a horror or whatever you want to call her. She's just a little indifferent about things, but I think she means well overall. I've read some descriptions of this movie, and I feel like they paint her out to be kind of like a bad character. You know, on IMDb, they call her an insouciant character. I don't even... I forget what that words mean what that word means but it's not good lulu's interesting you know she uh yeah you know she's not a prostitute or anything but she's a little promiscuous she's she's a uh, free-spirited she's got a strong sense of self she's beautiful she smiles a lot and you know she just wants to have a good time she really wants to be a showgirl but you know the movie starts off and she is in a bit of a uh bad situation she's sleeping with an engaged man and his name is dr shun s-c-h-o-n and the o has the two eyeballs at the top so i think it's pronounced shun uh dr shun is an older newspaper editor he's engaged to be married to this woman who is the daughter of the minister of the interior and you know they secretly meet up and have sex And he comes to her one day uh, early on in the movie and says, you know, I can't do this anymore. I'm going to get married. And she seems a little bit like, yeah, sure, like that'll happen. You know, she doesn't really believe in him. And that's what I like about Lulu. I think Lulu, she's not a dumb girl. I think that she 
gets into situations that she shouldn't be in, but you know, there's, there's no harm with that most of the time, I guess. But you know, things do get a little bad in Pandora's box. Hence why the movie is called Pandora's box. I mean, the movie essentially is just about Lulu and how her actions kind of spiral a lot of things out of control with all the other characters. We see her uh, and her relationships with these other men in the movie. You know, there's a man named, and he has a crazy name, Shigok. Yeah, Shigok, which we later find out is her father. And he knows her. They all get along. And, you know, her best friend is this young man named Awa. A Awa? Jesus Christ. I'm so sorry, you guys. He is the son of Dr. Shun, and he kind of knows that Lulu is screwing his dad, which he doesn't really seem to like, because I think he also kind of likes Lulu, so he doesn't want to, you know, make it any more awkward than it already is. But things get rough uh, when she gets to act in the show, and Dr. Shun is there. And he, you know, they end up in the storage room and he gets really aggressive and he starts to assault her and is like squeezing her arms and trying to, you know, kiss her. And it's it's an intense scene. It's a very toxic scene. I mean, with the taste of your lips, I'm on a ride. You're toxic. Toxic. I'm slipping under. With the taste of a poison paradise, I'm addicted to you. Am I right? Yeah, it's true. This is a toxic relationship. I also kind of chuckled at this scene because, you know, this is assault that we're seeing on screen, but the music choice is like, do, 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 do. It's like happy, joyful music, which I didn't really understand. But anyway, you know, the Dr. Shun gets it here, though, because Lulu is badass and she kind of tricks him into kissing her. And right when she does that, guess who opens up the door? Alla and Charlotte, his fiance. She sees them and Lulu gives this like really good smile. That's kind of like, I got you, you moron. Don't cheat on your fiancé. And, you know, she leaves him. Charlotte leaves him. And Dr. Shun is such a loser in this movie. The character, you know, he basically is like, well, um, I got to get married now. So, Lulu, I don't really like you. You just ruined my life. But I got to get married. So why don't we do it? (laughs) Yeah, that makes sense, Dr. Shun. Let me first just interject by saying that Lulu is played by an American actress. She was played by an American actress named Louise Brooks. She's not German. She was born in Kansas. She actually didn't do a lot of movies. The role of Lulu originally was for Marlene Dietrich, who also was kind of an unknown at the time, uh, you know, when they were about to film this movie. And Louise Brooks is just amazing in this. She's so beautiful. I think she gives Lulu a strong sense of self and... She's gorgeous. I even read on trivia that, you know, her hairdo in it is actually known as the Lulu, which I didn't know was a thing. Did you guys know that was a thing? Oh, I'm getting my hair done. I'm getting the Lulu. I, I don't I don't know. I, But yeah, that's cool. Another fun bit of trivia was that the actor who played Dr. Shun actually did not really like uh, Louise Brooks. He thought that she was undertrained and not well cast. And so there's a lot of like art uh, imitating life in this movie. Anyway, so Lulu and Dr. Shun are about, you know, engaged now to be married. It's a, it's a beautiful natural romance. Yeah, right. They're at their wedding reception and Lulu is just being her usual flamboyant self. And she ends up in a room with Shiko and 
they're kind of just like playing around and she's just smiling and being Lulu and Dr. Shun walks in and he is pissed off. He has had enough with his fiance's, uh, you know, inappropriate as he believes, uh, ways and and uh he gets a gun out and he actually tries to shoot them that's where she confesses that shikok is her father now cut to the next scene shun is just a real loser he has the gun and he says this to lulu he says kill yourself so that you don't drive me to murder you instead i mean just it makes no sense at all. So, you know, she's like, what? I'm not going to do that. And they get really close and you don't really know what's going on. And then he kind of falls to the floor and the gun went off and he dies. Now, you don't really see this on camera. I kind of had to like blink again and be like, wait, what happened? Did she shoot him? Was it an accident? It's not really explained. I think that the general, uh, you know, truth is that the gun went off and he died. And so now, you know, Lulu is is in some deep poop because she already is looked at as like a whore by everyone in town and now she's accused of murder. So Lulu goes uh, on trial and she is sentenced to five years and then at the trial uh, she will turn on the fire alarm and they help her escape. It's amazing. It's a miracle. I don't know how it happened but it happened. She goes back to Alwa, you know, Dr. Shun's son and he is is kind of naive and he's just like okay i actually you know what you did was wrong you killed my dad but i do have a crush on you so let's just run away and get married and um yeah so they do that they run away they go to the countryside and and uh the story goes a lot of different ways i mean i've already talked a lot about it but you know she she meets some interesting characters she meets uh, another guy who's also a real pig uh, she also meets, you know, th- there's an interesting character in the movie named uh, Countess Augusta Geschwitz. She was played by this actress named Alice Roberts. And Augusta is a lesbian. Yeah. Can you believe it? 1929 silent movie and there's an actual gay character. Now, Augusta, this is not stated in the movie, of course, that, that she's gay, but... It's very much implied. She really cares about Lulu. She's very attracted to her. She helps Lulu, um, you know, uh, hide uh, after, you know, she escapes from the courtroom. Uh, Alice Roberts didn't actually know that she was playing a lesbian until they started filming the movie, which is uh, (laughs) a little awkward, I guess. Uh, And I don't think Alice Roberts ever liked the movie because of that. But, you know, that's just another daring thing about Pandora's box. I mean, again... Look at that. I think that's so brave to do that. The end of this movie is wild, and I mean all caps wild. Uh, Lulu ends up in London, and guess who she meets? Jack the frickin' Ripper. Yeah, I'm telling the truth. So <laughs> Jack the Ripper, uh, he's he, he's played by this actor named Gustav Diesel, and Louise Brooks actually had a crush on him when they were filming this. She confessed that, so... He is coming to kill her. You know, he sees her on the street, but he is so enamored by her beauty. And, you know, G.W. Pops, the director, he does he he does the scene so well where he does all these close-ups on uh, Lulu's face and how beautiful she is. And you can just see in, in Jack the Ripper's eyes, he's like, I can't do it. I can't murder you like I murdered all the other woman, women, you know? Um, or actually, he would say that in a British accent, but I'm not going to do that. But he can't do it. And he kind of, you know 
puts his weapon away and, and he, he, uh, she brings him inside, but then eventually he, you know, the true side of Jack the Ripper comes out and he murders her. And then it ends with a, a weird shot of her father. It, it's during Christmas time and her father is at a store eating a Christmas pudding a christmas cake or something but there's like a tree in it i kid you not like a tree growing on top of it and that is pandora's box for you it's a it's a weird movie it's a wild movie and i really enjoyed it i think a lot of people will i think you know silent movies like i said you got to give them a chance you really really do and this movie it's a little bit long i think it probably could have been not over two hours but uh, a little a little shorter than that but it it really does you know it's a movie from beginning to end you don't know where it's going you don't know what lulu's lulu's actions are gonna cause And I think that's what's the great thing about the movie. I think that, you know, the main great thing about the movie, the person who steals this movie is Louise Brooks. And I'm surprised I'd never heard of her. I'm surprised that this movie and and, and her performance are not talked about, you know, enough. But the movie has definitely been, you know, re-examined a lot more in, you know, modern days. It's, it was picked up by the Criterion Collection. It's on HBO, to, it's it's on HBO Max. That, I mean, you can watch it on that app if you have it, which is a pretty big deal. HBO Max showing silent movies? What? Showing silent foreign movies? What? I know, right? But this movie, though, I think it's, it is unique in how uh, audacious it was with its characters and with its the way it flaunts Lulu's sexuality and and I think also the way Lulu is portrayed as not like a bimbo but you know someone who's a little naive doesn't really think things through all the time but she's a good person and she means well you know you understand why Augusta likes her you understand why Alwa likes her so much you know I liked her in the movie and even though I was kind of like girl, Lulu, what are you doing? Like, you feel for her. You really, really do. And I think Lulu represents maybe a lot of other women back in the day, throughout centuries, who are just happy with who they are, you know, and like to have sex and like to be with men and like to have a good time and go out and dance. And I don't know, you know, I think what's also a little baffling for me is that I don't know entirely if the movie is trying to portray Lulu as a positive or, you know, a dis, uh, unlikable character. I don't really know that. And one thing that really caught my eye was in the very beginning of the movie, Lulu, you know, you get to know her and she's in her, in her room. There's a menorah in the background. Yes, Lulu is Jewish. This is never mentioned in the movie once, but she's Jewish. So she's Jewish and she's this character, this promiscuous character, this promiscuous woman, not really making the best decisions and her decisions get a lot of people uh, in trouble and uh, killed. (laughs) There's another murder that happens in this, which is insane, which I'm not going to talk about, but I don't know. I mean, I guess that's kind of up to us. Is the movie secretly a bad portrayal of, of a Jewish character? Is the movie secretly anti-Semitic? I mean, look, I would not be surprised. There's a lot of movies back then that have anti-Semitic undertones. Uh, this was also, you know, made in Germany. I'm not making any assumptions. I don't know 
enough about this director, G.W. Pops, if he uh, didn't like Jews or whatever. But interesting thing that I noticed. Yeah, right in the first shot, she is Jewish. So I'd recommend this very, very much. If you've never seen a silent movie, I recommend it. It's gorgeous to look at. The cinematography is great. I know also, you know, movies that are restored, the really old movies, I know it's like watching a VHS tape and it gets very fuzzy, like, you know. Uh, don't let that distract you, though. Uh, really, you know, take some time and understand that silent movies, you know, movies are around today because of silent movies. And I cannot wait. I'm I'm so excited that I finally got to watch this one. I have not I had not seen a silent movie in so long. And I can't wait to watch future silent movies that are on this list. Uh if they're good, we shall see. But this one is a very good movie and I highly recommend it. Pandora's Box, available to stream on HBO Max. Very unique movie. Check it out. And that's it for today's episode. Thank you everyone for tuning in. Don't forget to rate and subscribe to i'm reviewing here episodes are uh every week tuesdays and thursdays i did schedule that uh so yes that is official tuesdays and thursdays in the future if i get more time which is like never the case maybe i'll do it three weeks and i can get more movies done but no we're gonna stick with two days a week tuesdays and thursdays i will catch you next week for some more movies i hope you're enjoying this have a wonderful day Bye-bye, or as the Germans say, Auf Wiedersehen. I do remember that. Auf Wiedersehen. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye.